Hello, and welcome to Geeky Girl Gab. I'm Candace, and with me are my co-hosts, Bree. Hey. And Vanessa. Hello. And today we're going to be talking about Disney villains we agree with? I would say, like, sympathize with. Or argue that they're not that bad. That sounds about <laughs> right. So who wants to be first? Who wants to go first? Oh, man. Well, Candace, I, I feel like you, you've said that you uh, can sympathize with a, a whole bunch of them. So I kind of am interested to know which yeah. ones I got a list. Here. Yeah. So <laughs> let me start off with the one that I've always kind of agreed with in a way. And that's Sid from Toy Story. You guys know Sid, right? Yes, I do. And that's why I'm interested to know why you, why you sympathize with him. Well, okay, so... Sid is the kid that is going to launch um, Buzz into outer space with a ro rocket launcher. Mm -hmm. Not a rocket launcher, but with a rocket. Yeah. Okay. But in his defense, he does not know. Nobody knows that toys are alive. It, right. But still there, there there's the argument of like kid, kids that are like that who just want to inflict like torture and pain like on on the, i know that i know that it's inanimate objects but like whether it whether it's toys or like ants or whatever like it's it's just like kids who want to inflict pain usually like end up being serial killers i'm not saying all the time yep. but i'm just saying that like that is like the warning sign those For, like said <laughs> yeah, no, but for Sid, I feel like the next progression is like cats. Well, see, you know what I was thinking? I was thinking this kid's kind of creative. He's creating new toys. He's, like, changing things up. But they're terrifying new toys. Like, terrifying. I have yeah. seen art installations mm -hmm. that are based on the same thing. Yeah, and they terrify me, and I wonder what's wrong with these people. <laughs> but those people True. have okay, degrees. you know... I actually do now agree with Candace. Thank I, you. Okay. Yay. Already. Because before, <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Because before I definitely was on Vanessa's side. I'm like, this kid's a serial killer. He's going to be like the ne next Man, like, Jeffrey you, you Dahmer. Switched, you switched sides really quickly. <laughs> no, but like just because of that one point, though, of the uh, creating new toys, like he could be the next like horror film director. He could be the next script writer of Saw 17. Or the next serial killer. Or both. <laughs> I mean, they kind of go hand in hand. Yeah, so. I mean, like, not not like the, like, I feel like, you know, the people who are creating stuff, like, it's it's obviously, like, they, they just went another direction with it. But, it, it, I don't know. It just, like, it, it feels to me, like, when, when people are creating stuff like Saw, like, how, how do they not have some sort of, like, I don't know, like murderous bone in them somewhere, like just like and and obviously they like they let it out in a in a in a nicer way, like it's it's an artistic way, but still. <laughs> okay, let me tell uh, talk a little bit more. Sid obviously doesn't have the best childhood. He's neglected. He his father's just like falling asleep in front of the TV with like beer cans around him. So. He finds ways, productive ways, of getting out, you know, some angst that a kid would have with that kind of life. 
And now, think about it. This kid, all of a sudden the toys start talking and are coming at him. That kid is traumatized for life. That's not equal to what he did. Like, he doesn't deserve that. Well, it's not that he deserves that. It's more so, it's more so just the fact that it, when you're talking about, like, the dad falling asleep and, like, having, like, you know, like this, this whole, like, tortured childhood kind of thing, that is also grounds for, like, serial killers. Well, Vanessa. <laughs> Vanessa. No, no. Okay, Toy like, Story 3, he is a garbage man and he's very happy. Gonna... You don't know if he's very happy. We don't he's know like, like what he does music. in his spare time. He's listening to music and he seems and pretty happy. Some killers can listen to music as well and seem okay. very happy. I did I did forget um, about the twenty three thing, but uh, yeah. yeah. But here's the thing too though. Like when you said like he didn't deserve that, well maybe he deserved it in a way because it scared him straight. He wasn't doing anything wrong. I okay, so so I I get it. I mean, like, did you guys obviously, ever... obviously, obviously like we we're, we're like attached to the toys because that's that's what we see in like a positive light and right. Yeah, if you if we were if we were kids and we were just like, oh yeah, inanimate objects, like we can just do whatever we want with them, and there's no like detriment to anybody else. Like that does make sense. So I so so okay, I can I can concede that. Didn't you guys ever do, like, give your Barbies haircuts or, like, no. I don't know. My sister once painted her stuffed, her toy lamb because she wanted it to be pink. No, but pink. Is, is that, but, but, but is that, like, as terrifying as what he was doing? He was, like, Frankensteining these things. <laughs> I don't know. The Barbie doll <laughs> with the fish pole, like, it's a hooker. That's kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I think so I guess an I gotta, animator I gotta, I gotta that give you the joke, creative thing. But... Said. Yeah, I gotta give you the creative thing, but at the same time, I gotta wonder yeah. now, like how, like when creative turns into, like, terrifying. There's a fine line. Okay. Yeah, a fine line. Or <laughs> it can be both. You can put your feet on either side of that line. I think like creating new toys is one thing, but to like shoot them into space? It was a science experiment, guys. That kid should not have had fireworks, though. That was a parental. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. I think we can all safely agree on that. <laughs> so I think the villain is really Sid's parents because he was failed. Yeah. Okay, somebody else go because. <sighs> <laughs> well, if, if we're going on the on like the whole like unloved kind of kind of uh, train there, um, one one of my villains is is Scar, which I I didn't really actually think of until um, I was talking with with Alex, my boyfriend, and he was like, Scar is 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 totally misunderstood, and I'm like, well, how can that be? Because like he you know he <laughs> obviously he murders Mufasa and tries to kill Simba. Like this is not good behavior here. Yeah, and um, the saddest scene ever and scarred me for life. For right, exactly. <laughs> like I still but, don't trust um, my parents to take me to movies anymore because I'm like, you, you took me to Lion King. Yeah, it's like no, that that yeah. Um, but he so so he actually like told me about the the actual canon of of Lion King, which. Um, Scar was, was actually born with a, uh, so he, he was 
named the um i can't remember the actual like swahili name but it's the swahili name for trash I think, yeah Taka. i remember Taka. that yeah so it's like literally he was named trash at birth was it because he's a bastard son no like it was no like, marriage and lion <laughs> or even if Listen, he was a bastard the movie son, is be based off of of, of uh it's based off of um hamlet Hamlet, thank you. I was about to say Hamilton. I'm like, that is wrong. It's not based on that. But yeah, no, it's, it's just it's just like one of those things where I mean, like even if he was like bastard, I, you don't really know at that point. Um, and he was so he they named him Trash, and from then on, like even like so there, there's actually canon where um, that I that I looked up where. He actually, like, Scar was actually part of, like, the Lion Guard, which was, like, a, a group of protectors that defended the Circle of Life. And he was gifted with a powerful roar that was called, like, the Roar of the Elders. Um, and so, like, for, for this, like, he just thought, like, over all this time, like, they would be respectful of the fact that, like, he has, like, all, all of these abilities. And, like, he was, he grew up and, like, respected the pride and, like, did all these things. But yet they still chose Bufasa to be the next leader and it wasn't so much just like the fact that like they chose him but like it seems like they were just like constantly refu like refusing him as just like even like a son you know wow. like I mean even just the fact that he was called trash like that yeah. like how would you like he 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 changed his name to Scar because of that like he and I mean obviously like he has the scar. It was like a fight with the a wildebeest, I think. Um, but he changed his name just so that he would not be reminded of the fact that like his parents like literally called him trash from the moment he was born. It's Canon like, was this? It's yeah, just where, where it's it? Lion King canon. Like it's literally from <laughs> like it's literally from like well I, I don't know where he heard it but like the, the stuff that I researched after was like literally like the the um the wiki for or the wiki from from Lion King. Um, yeah, no, I know about the I know about the trash one. I knew about that, but I didn't yeah. know that he was part of like the Lion Guard. I know there's a TV series that all my friends' children love called The Lion Guard, and it's about people they they protect Pride Rock. Yeah, that's what he was doing, and and he was part of that. And then oh. like all this, like, and I think I think that like after like after hearing all of this and like seeing like the actual movie and like all that kind of stuff, that um. When it comes to, like, looking at Mufasa and looking at Scar, like, Mufasa is definitely, like, you know, he's very strong, he's well provided for. When you're looking at Scar, it's true that he probably kind of, like, you know, went off from the tribe at some point, but he's, like, he's way more emaciated. He calls himself, like, more intelligent, which who knows if that's if that's true or not, but either way, like, he, he just he just kind of is the epitome of, like, I was unloved. I have all of these abilities, but yet because my brother is more loved and more like more powerful, he is the one who is taking over the pride. And like, I don't know if I, so, so there's, it goes into like a whole bunch of other stuff too, where, where it's kind of like, they, they don't really know exactly what happened with the whole like hyena situation and whether or not they were actually banned from pride rock. But, um, one of the arguments is that like he took them on as kind of like oh like obviously like I like I understand your situation and the fact that like you've been cast off I've been cast off and that's why we're banding together so like that that I feel like can be kind of like argued but at the same time it's like well it's an interesting thing to think about at least.
Well, that's the whole thing is. Oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say that the hyenas are actually on my list of villains that I kind of feel for because they were literally just trying to live. Yeah. They had no Uh food. Right. So, like, Scar is, like, saying, okay, you guys are being oppressed and you can't eat to live. Let me help you. Yeah. And I think that that, that's part of the reason why he's kind of, like, a little bit more of, like, you know, hey, I see myself in you. Like, obviously, it was, it it didn't work out in the end, but. (laughs) (laughs) To say lightly. <laughs> they ate him, I think. They did. <laughs> it's like Yeah. But it's like one of those things where where, you know, if you're if you're thinking about even like the, the song like Be Prepared, where it's like one of his lines is, but we're talking kings and secessions. Where it's like literally just like kind of bringing forth this whole idea of the monarchy mm-hmm. and how ridiculous it is. And it's, it, you know, we, I, I think that we've had this, this kind of as like a human race, this discussion of like how, how ridiculous it, it actually is because of like, you know, one thing or another, there's, there's way too much go, to go into, but um, yeah, it's, it's it, like that, that kind of plays into this whole like thing of like, Hey, like I'm my own person and I was a very good, you know, choice for, for the secession and that didn't happen. Yeah, but if you think about it, while on paper he might have been worthy of being the next in line, right? Mm-hmm. Of having that powerful roar of, you know, protecting Pride Rock, helping oppressed animals, you know, other ones and just lions. Um, he did kind of raise a Hitler-like army. Um, Because they're imagery. Imagery. (laughs) I understand that. I'm just saying creating imagery through my voice and choice of words. A Hitler-like army uh, with the hyenas uh, to take over something that while, again, on paper he might have been good for, maybe they saw something in him that was like, you know, he might not be the best choice. Yeah. You know, we can totally see him. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. Oh no, we can totally see him like knocking his brother off a cliff to be run over by wildebeest in the future. That's just the kind of person he seems like. Mm -hmm. Well, but but the funny thing is, is there are arguments against that as well because like he thought so so um if we're talking about like the general political like atmosphere of the you know um of the genre like <laughs> it's uh it, it's more so the fact that like he thought that the uh and I, I don't necessarily agree with this but it's an interesting thought is that he he thought that um killing killing mufasa and simba who simba who would have like taken over and run the way that mufasa did would have completely like you know still ostracized the hyenas and the other um the other yeah. animals um to to the point of starvation Right, and so which I was actually trying to look for, look for like the good of like the whole, which um, you know, I, like I said, I don't necessarily agree with, but yeah, inter- interesting to think about. Um, and and okay. another interesting thing is the fact that like w- when um, when he does kind of when he does take over in the the time frame where Simba is gone, um, 
the the hunting that that occurs like which is like kind of they're thinking like minimum of like three years later is um is actually a natural process that occurs where there are too many predators for like the available prey to sustain so some predators die off and like the levels return to a balance and like once again that's going way like way scientific with it <laughs> but um it was just like a kind of an interesting thing that i found on um online where like the, this was like the the argument that like well, this naturally would have happened, you know? <laughs> no, and I can definitely see that. But also, like, when he did take over, he made, like... And maybe it's his backlash of feeling oppressed, but he made, like, you know, what it seems like everyone else feel oppressed when he took over. Mm -hmm. Which isn't necessarily a good practice as a leader. No. Also, the you know? magic cloud people were against him the magic cloud lions because once simba took over it started <laughs> raining and the drought ended so yeah he couldn't win with true. that it's like it's like a sign from god from yeah. the, the lion god the cloud lion god <laughs> you mean mufasa well i mean he was like he was like their the, the face of whatever god it was that <laughs> right right yeah Okay, Bree, what do you got? Uh, Maleficent. And I'm not talking about the actual movie. I don't find that to do with anything. <laughs> just <laughs> like, like that whole live Disney movie is just not relevant in my book. You know? Okay, so we're talking about the animated, the original Sleeping yes. Beauty, Maleficent. The original OG Maleficent. OG. Okay. OG. She's well, original. Maleficent seemed like she was just upset that she didn't get invited to a party. Yeah, she's overdramatic. And you, can, you, can, uh, you can totally uh, sympathize with that, Brie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who doesn't have that one overdramatic friend that might go overboard <laughs> at some point? And, you know, yeah, maybe it's dramatic for a spindle. But you know what? I mean, sure, she picked, like, the most randomest, like, weapon, you know, to kill someone. And she probably was like, mm, they might not even find a spindle. Mm -hmm. You know, and just picked one. It was like, eh, a spindle, you know? And, you know, she was like, well, whatever. If it happens, it happens, you know? No, so, like, she I made kinda... sure it happened. Yeah, I was about to say, so you, you, you think that, like, she totally just did not mean for this to occur. No, I mean, like, I feel like she was, like, overdramatic at first. I was like, ha-ha, bitch. And then it was like, you know what? She kind of deserves it. And, you know, it was like, went along with it. She's like, well, I'm this far into being overdramatic. I might just go, well, for it. I don't understand this. What? I don't. I don't. <laughs> she, she cursed a baby. Of yeah, innocent baby. Like babies are it's not even her fault. The baby's fault. The baby okay, didn't wait, wait, hold on, hold on, Bree, Bree, what? What? Sometimes babies are what? <laughs> Stupid. They cry a lot for oh like no God. reason. <laughs> She's blaming the baby. I don't think Bree uh, understood the topic. No, I do. I do. <laughs> Maleficent is just over dramatic. Okay, we all have that. That's not a good enough excuse. <laughs> I mean, to me, it is. It's like a you know a, a, a person getting mad at brunch because they're out of mimosas, and it's like, what you know, screw you all. Yeah, but do you sympathize with that? 
Over to yeah, why not? The thing screw you all versus planning on killing a baby when she grows up to be sixteen years old. Because well, she's literally gave her like sixteen years. Oh my god. Okay, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. So hold on. I ha- I do have one that like is in, in is kind of in the same vein, but not really. So like, okay. I, but I actually have like research on this. So it's not. <laughs> um, so so Captain Hook. Yes. Uh, I I actually kind of sympathize with him, like in in a lot of different ways. Like, but but like I I will admit that like the biggest reason was because I thought, you know, Peter Pan is such is just basically a, a douchebag. Yeah, no, he's, he's a douchebag. Peter Pan is a douchebag. He's delightful. Um, are you kidding me? Oh my me? god, Brie. What do you mean? He's my favorite. <laughs> but as I keep oh, keep going, keep anyway, going. Um, so so like that that kind of spurned my my you know sympathizing for for Captain Hook, but it does kind of like go to the fact of like like where where did he come from? Like how did this happen? You know, like what what spurned this whole like fight and this hatred? Um, so I you know from from what I've been looking at. Uh, it, it seems like Captain Hook, like when, because like my my whole question was, where did this whole battle start? And for Captain Hook and and Peter Pan, it actually seems to have started with um with Peter Pan cutting off his hand to make him Captain Hook, and feeding it to TikTok. Um, the crocodile. So that, yes, the crocodile. And yeah, so it's ki- it's kind of like this whole thing where it's like, well, yeah, of course he's going to be pissed off by that. Um, because but like what, what did he like, do to deserve to get his hand cut off? You know, just, are you victim blaming, Free? Are you victim blaming? He's the villain. No, I, <laughs> what do you want me to do? He didn't. He didn't deserve anything. Like so. So basically, like or at least what I have found. And and please, somebody like somebody, you know, like we're 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 gonna try to like you know be more like involved on Facebook and everything. Like any anybody who has like. A history of like Captain Hook or Peter Pan, like who can who can debate this? Like let let us know. But like from what I found is that um, Captain Hook, like he was he was trained like in the ways of of a, of a pirate by his mother, um, so that he you know he may one day become like a feared captain. But um, he was like pitiful when he was training, and like he seemed like very hopeless for a long time. And so like by as a kid, he was like ostracized. Um, and he, so, so, like, he, he was basically just, like, trying to make his mother proud this entire time, and, like, just, like, literally, like, looking for love, um, and I think that, like, that's part of the thing that, like, spurned him to being, like, I mean, especially if you see, like, you know, Hook, where it's, like, it's so obvious that he is somebody who has never experienced, like, a true childhood, and I feel like he, he wants to be, like, not only does he want to experience a true childhood, but, like, he's okay with like just having a like any sort of child like just like be like or being being like a father figure for a child because he never really had that and just like having that well he wants to have an unconditional love like he wants to have an unconditional love that he never had growing up and the thing is is like he did grow up like peter pan is just like i'm not gonna grow up whatever also, like he's not—he's not like he's not the best judge of character, like based on the fact that like the mermaids tried to drown Wendy. 
He and, didn't care. Yeah, he was just he like, knows. ha, 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 so care. funny, ha, ha, ha. They're just, they're just joking. And it's like, no, they're not joking. They want to drown her. Yeah, I was kind of on their side. And, are you serious? Free. Oh <laughs> <laughs> like, and when they he, were just like, being over dramatic. No, he literally. Yeah, exactly. They were just. <laughs> When Wendy came, like, they, he brought Wendy there. Like, I mean, it, it, not, you know, it wasn't, like, overly explained, but, like, it was basically to be a mother figure. No, yeah, I know. And, like, they, they wanted a freaking mother figure, that. but, like, it was because they just decided, like, they, they chose to be in this childlike state for so long. I mean, it, who knows how old Peter Pan actually is. He could be older than Captain Hook, and yet Captain Hook is just like, you know what, I decided to grow up. Yeah, but he didn't grow up well. He, his whole goal was to be feared. Not well, but, like, it's just that that's all he knew. And he never had a childhood. And he never, like, Peter Pan has no, like, why would he want to hurt Captain Hook? Except for the fact that he is, quote-unquote, like, I don't know. Like, the, I, I feel like he's just, like, looking for an enemy so that he can look big and bad. Yeah, he likes to play, he likes a sword fight. It's playing for him. Yeah, for him it's playing. For Captain Hook, it's like literal su- survival. It's literally my hand got chopped off. I can't lose another body part. Yeah. <laughs> okay, guys, I have a few. I have a few more. Just yeah, quick go ones. Ahead. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can't blame Ursula for what she did because Ariel did not read the contract. So read the fine print because who knows what was in there? Okay, okay that's, that's, but like. That's fair. Ursula definitely knew what she was doing, and she knew, like, the Little Mermaid was not going to read it. So, I mean, like... eh. Read the fine print, guys. Yeah, read the fine print. Like, that, that, once again, kind of an issue with the parents, because they should just let them know that. Like, you know, all, like... (laughs) 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 Ursula did this intentionally, and also, when, like, Ariel was close to, like, getting a kiss... Vanessa, or she turned into Vanessa, and was I know, like, which is which is why I'm also kind of like biased. But go ahead. <laughs> like, no, it was like she knew what she was doing. It's not like it's not like Ursula wasn't like oh, you know what? If she reads the fine print, then I guess she's outsmarted me. Like this, you know what I mean? Like oh, you know what? I'm gonna test her. If she reads the fine print, she can she can get away. You know, it's well, a lot of that. What I'm saying is, I agree with, like, okay, you don't get something for nothing kind of thing. Every mm-hmm. All magic comes with its price, as Rumpelstiltskin says in Once Upon a Time. And <laughs> who knows if in the contract she said, oh, well, you know what? My eels will trip you up while, you know, you get kissed. You know? So, like, yeah. who's to say what you could do with that voice? So, yeah, that's just my little thing. Also, did you, you guys watch The Incredibles, obviously. Yes. Um, syndrome, mm-hmm. not the hero killing because he does murder a lot of people. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> he like he got let down by his hero, and he wanted to create technology so then anybody could be super. And that kind of yeah. Go yes. ahead. Sorry. 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 Oh no, ahead. that just goes along with you know. Oh, you have to be born with this power. He wants everyone to have that opportunity, even though maybe it's not for the right reasons he's doing it, but still. 
I, yeah, but you know I, what? I, I didn't think about that one, but that that's in, that that's like totally true. Is is the fact that like he like he just re- like he was this hopeful kid, like, and you get to see him as a kid, which is why mm-hmm. it's kind of like it, it's like extra powerful. Is like you see him as a kid, like very hopeful, like he wants to be like this, you know, like he he loves these people and like all he wants to do is like be as awesome as 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 these superheroes, and then like yeah, he gets let down, and that's ugh. Yeah, you're you're right. That's okay, that, but that's yeah, kind of- he got let down by his hero. Like, sure, that that's like disappointing and stuff. But then his next idea was, well, I'll just create stuff to murder people. Hello, are we like, like? There's better ways to become like, you know, like okay. Well, I can prove him wrong. It's like every bully in high school you know what like um you know what i'm just gonna kill them no like okay i'm gonna improve myself and well of course of course there's better of course there's better ways but that's the thing is that like there there are that's but that's the point is like there are heroes there are there i mean there are disney villains though that we sympathize with just because we can see why they would have turned this way not that we can see that they could have turned a different way well i know but i'm just saying like for me i'm like okay you got disappointed but like move on you know what yeah, I mean? he like, could have been he could have been just like an elon musk type you know with all the stuff that he came up with because he yeah. was obviously really smart and it could have been here and he could have just been like, and then he could have like probably met him and been like, you know what? You were my idol, but now <laughs> I'm my own. You know what I mean? He could have done like some really cool like thing and then like get him out, you know? And then he could have done that and it would be fine. And then he could have been like, haha, screw you. Instead of like, you know, murdering people. Okay. Anybody got any last villains they want to bring up? No, I think I talked a lot about my two. You got in some canon stuff. You did some research. <laughs> I I don't think Breeze counts. Excuse me, over dramatic. <laughs> it's okay. She has all the bad boys that she falls in love with. So we we get this one. We get this one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's it for today's <laughs> episode. I'm Candace. I'm Bree. I'm Vanessa. Stay geeky and not evil, please. Yes. <laughs> Although you guys are sympathizing with all of them. So, you know, really, Brie is with everyone. <laughs> oh my god, Brie. <laughs> <laughs> Cursing a baby's okay? <laughs> I don't like babies. So, you know, I'd rather oh curse a baby. It's the Geeky Girl Gap Podcast. Hi guys, Vanessa here from Geeky Girl Gab. Hope you're enjoying the podcast each week. And if you are, please also check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all with the handles Geeky Girl Gab and our website at geekygirlgab.com where we publish not only our podcasts, but also reviews and blogs about live shows or events that we've been to among all the regular stuff that we like to geek out about. And feel free to post on any of our social media. We love to encourage you guys' feedback, but also want to know what you really love in the nerd universe. And if you are a fan of GGG, 
I also want to point your attention to Real Fun, R-E-E-L Fun, a new podcast by my friend Paul, who has a new guest every week to talk about their favorite movies and how film in general has impacted their lives. Uh, This week, I was lucky enough to completely nerd out on Back to the Future, so definitely go and check that out. It airs Thursday on all of your favorite podcast stations, such as iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Podcast Addict, etc., and tune in each week uh, because it's a, it's a lot of fun. I've listened to uh, a couple of the ones that have already been posted, and not only do you find out some pretty cool uh, facts about movies, but the conversation is always engaging, and you really start to realize that you're not the only one who may have played your favorite movies on repeat as a kid, and, well, probably as an adult as well, in my case at least. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys, and until next time, stay geeky. The podcast you just heard was recorded with Anchor. If you want to make your own, download the Android or iOS app completely free from anchor.fm slash podcast. That's anchor.fm slash podcast.